Yo, what is up, Kingdom Church? Yo, um, we are, let me, let me just get in because, uh, we are in a brand new series that we are calling Pool Party. And in this series, I'm going to be talking about whatever God wants me to talk about. And today, I'm not really preaching, okay? I only got like two, um, I only have like two scriptures or whatever. And, uh. I'm still trying to figure out what I'm going to call this. So, um, but I'm going to be talking a lot because I did, um, I did a sermon back in March, I think, titled, I'm Built Different. And, um, that's my favorite thing I've ever preached. Um, and, uh. I had mentioned a couple of things in there, and, y'all, I am fumbling. I did not have this, um, planned out, but, um, (laughs) alright, so, I only got a little Bible, probably, and um, it's going to be on the bottom of this screen because I'm not about to go looking for it, (laughs) but uh, (laughs) the Bible says we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony, and so I'm, I'm about to overcome some things real quick. So if you don't mind these next 45, 50 minutes or whatever, it's not for you, it's for me. But you can take part in it and delight, you know. And, um, and, uh, you know, uh, take what I say and put it into your life. Because I may say something that I don't even know because God just be talking to me randomly. So before I start, I'm going to pray because... I feel like this is going to be good for somebody, you know. So, um, God, guard what I say, guard what I do, and allow this to help someone. And allow me to speak what you want me to speak and how you want me to speak it. In Jesus' name, amen. So, where do I want to start? Okay, so... In this sermon, I, so I'm going to be uh, reflecting to I'm Built Different a lot for uh, the majority of this video. And um, so in the video, I said something like, um, I said something like, um, over the break that I had, I had two... I, or I had some explosions, two kinds of explosions, some good and some bad. Well, today I'm about to talk about the bad ones. Is the Lord help me? Because I don't know if I got enough time for this. But, um, so let me. Alright, I'm going to just give y'all the straightforward version. February. The last weekend of February was the worst weekend for me. I wish I could go into details about this whole story, but I can't. Um, so February was the what the last weekend of February was the worst for me. 
because like I said in the I'm built different uh, sermon, I said I did something and I intended to do it, but I didn't mean for it to go as far as it did. I mean, I did something bad, but it wasn't like that bad, but it was still bad. Lord help me, because I'm about to say some stuff right now. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. So, just to give a sweet version of it in a short version. Alright, so, I was... Jesus, help me. Please. <laughs> okay, so, February 26th, it was a Friday night, I think. I did something. Like I said, it was bad, but it wasn't that bad. But it was still bad. You know what I mean? I ain't, like, kill nobody or nothing. I ain't do nothing like that. But it was still bad. But, I mean, on the level, because people put levels to badness, I don't know why. But it's probably, like, a, a 5 or 6 out of 10. Maybe a 4. Yeah. So what I did was bad. And what happened was I ended up hurting me and other people in the process and so in the process of hurting myself that whoa hold on in the process of hurting myself emotionally and mentally i was gonna hurt myself physically i ain't do it but what so that saturday because that happened on a friday that saturday i had told uh some people what had happened some people got mad Scratch that. A lot of people got mad. Um, and, and, um, on, on Sunday, I had planned to do something so stupid, but I didn't do it because God works in weird ways. I'm just telling you this straight. So what had happened was I was gonna plan if you know me, you know my favorite church on the planet is Transformation Church. Period. Like if every church in the world shut down and I got Transformation Church, I'ma be faithful there, period. And um I was gonna watch it and I don't know what I was gonna do, for real, for real. And uh <laughs> this is the crazy part, God works weirdly. If you know my brother, he he likes church, but he don't like it at the same time. Like, he he likes it to a certain extent, but then he don't like it to a certain extent. And he watched the entire church service with me for about, yeah, the entire thing. And I, I actually know why, because he wanted to do something after. And then I had came across, because that morning... I was on uh, Instagram, and I was going through people, and I saw that this church was live, and I never look at this church. And so I had looked at it, and he was talking about this. Then I switched over to Transformation Church, and this happened. Hey, listen, wherever you're watching this from, no matter what has happened this week, no matter what is going on, I believe that God is in the business of touching your situation. And um, I, I want to let you know we prayed for you this week. 
And right now, I just feel led to pray for people right now. In the comments right now, uh, uh, there's many different ways we start service, but in the comments, I need you to put your prayer requests right now. And I just feel that, that the Bible says that my house should be called a house of prayer. And I just feel at the top of this service, I got goosebumps all over me that somebody was about to give up and somebody is facing something that you don't even have the words to articulate. But right now there's tens of thousands of people all around the world and 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 there's a word called intercession so right now i want you to put in the comments what you need prayer for but don't pray for it somebody else is going to pick up your prayer request and and we're going to begin to intercede right now i want everybody to pick somebody out that needs to be prayed for everybody that's here team i need you to begin to pray we're about to move heaven the bible says the fervent effectual prayers of righteous people not perfect people but people who are in right standing with God, they work, they avail. And right now I just feel that prayer needs to go forth. Come on, lift your hands all over the world. Father, in the name of Jesus, I need you to pray. I believe that you are the healer and you are the God that answers your children's prayer. And today, before we go into anything, we're asking you and inviting you into every single situation. You are omniscient. That means you're all-knowing. You know every detail. You know every fear. You know every pain. You know every doubt. And God, I'm asking you to be a miracle-working God. I declare by tomorrow, some of the reports are going to begin to turn around. By next week, some of the reports are going to begin. I need y'all to pray that by this time, Father God, in an hour, pain is leaving people's bodies. Peace is coming. I feel the presence of God. Father, in the name of Jesus, we're asking for every person that is dealing with depression and anxiety, the spirit of suicide. We curse you at the root. Father God, I thank you in the name of Jesus that those who got negative doctor reports and doubt is trying to sit on people's chest, we command you to get out in the name of Jesus. I pray over every person whose marriage, Father God, has seemed like a turmoil to be in. I declare the peace of God to come into that marriage. Families that have been at each other's throats, I thank you that the joy of the Lord would come in and be their strength for all of my people who feel lonely and single and isolated. Even around people, they feel that. I'm thanking you, Father, that you will be a comforter, that you stick closer than a brother. God, I'm just thanking you for your love. Come on, just wrap your arms around yourself right now. This is God hugging you. Father, I thank you for your love. Ah, I thank you for your love that's coming to each one of us to make us whole and to make us new. Father God, even as prayer requests are still coming in right now, Father, I thank you that you would put a burden on us as the church. You said that your house would be called a house of prayer. Even though we're not in one building, Father, that makes us more dangerous. That we're all over the world right now. And your house, our house, is a house of prayer. Wow. I can't even. When I... When that happened, I believe I was on the phone with someone probably, and I wasn't really paying attention, but I was paying attention at the same time. My attention was drawn somewhere else, but I was still listening. But um, I heard that 
And I'm like, this dude is praying directly to me. And it happened on the same day. You could even go back and look on the date of the video. The video was... It was put out February 28th, I think. And that was the day that I... Because the 26th I did it, 27th was the worst day ever. And the worst thing about it was what was going to happen that next week. Because that next week, it was going to be crazy because I had to go back to school. And it was just going to be stupid. And uh, I had heard that. And uh, Jesus, I can't say. But I had heard that and I was like, wow. And then that night, I was doing the same thing, and I saw another video. Cry until you have no tears left. But after you finish crying, get up and keep going. If you're battling depression, you let depression know you're not going to keep me immobile. I'm going to keep Hallelujah. I'm going to keep going. You that's been under pressure, turn your pressure into praise and keep going. Keep going. And for you, for you that have had mistakes in your life and the enemy is holding guilt over your head, I want you to know you will outlive what the devil said about you. Now that is crazy, okay? And, uh, can I, can I do an illustration real quick? Because I don't do these a lot. Because, alright, it's about to get dark up in here. Alright, y'all y'all ready? For, it's about to get dark. I'm low-key kind of scared of the dark, but it's okay. Um... Because I was in this state. You can still see me a little bit. Hey, you can still see me a little bit. Hey, I was in this moment in the dark. No one could see what I was doing besides me and like two other people. I was in the dark doing this. But all you saw on Sundays, and this was uh, other pastors and other worship leaders, they living in the dark on, during the week. Living in the dark. Doing things that they know they can't do. I've, okay, something's about to happen up in here. I can Doing things that they know they're not supposed to. But then they want to come up here and fake on Sundays. Uh, they want to come up here and act like everything cool on Sunday. And act like ain't nothing happening on Thursday. Acting like, the, acting like Saturday never happened. Baby, just because we can't see you doesn't mean God can't see you. God is, he's omnipresent. He is everywhere at the same time. He sees you in the dark. He has night vision eyes, okay? What you are doing in the dark, he can see it as clear as day. Just like how I'm in the dark right now and I can see, but you can't see. Huh. I'm in the I'm about to get happy. I am in the dark and I can see everything around me, but you can't see it. There are some things that people have done in the dark. Ah, 
that they have turned off everything. They can see it. God can see it, but you can't see it. There are some things that people are hiding and covering secrets. Uh, I'm about to get, okay. Secrets and and they have hidden things from you. People have suffered so many things and they just die with it because of the fear of you looking in their dark areas. It ain't pretty here. If you saw me in the dark, ah, you will not be placed with me. And this is not just for me, this is for everybody. If you look at somebody's dark side, it would not look good. Look at somebody's dark side. See if it looks pretty. Look at somebody with the doors closed. Okay, let me, because I'm about to get cri Let me tell this too. Because I'm about to shame the devil real quick. Because if you would have saw me in the dark a year ago, can I be real today? Can I? If you would have saw me in the dark a year ago, you would not have been pleased. <laughs> The things that I was doing behind closed doors. The things that I was doing with... Okay. Okay. With the doors closed and the light turned off. Can I submit to you? Just because you turn the light off don't mean it's completely dark. There is somebody that can always see in your dark areas. He can always see in your light areas. He can see everything. Just because the light turned off don't mean it's completely dark. I'm about to preach this up in here. It's only week one, God. What are you trying? Just because the lights are off don't mean it's completely dark. Just because people can't see it don't mean God can't see it. There are some things that you have done and God is standing there right next to you like, why are you doing this? There are some... Okay. Listening to God, but sinning at the same time. Listening to God talking to you and sinning at the same time. Why? Because just because it's just because the lights are turned off, just because you're not on the stage, just because you ain't got the glitz and glams and and all this other. Just because the lights are turned off don't mean it's completely dark. There is always somebody that's going to see through your crap. Let's just be honest. Whether it's God or somebody, somebody will always be able to see through your mess. Period. No matter if it's a friend, a family member, or God, somebody will always be able to look through your darkness. That's why a lot of people uh, get isolated. I like being in the dark. Ain't nobody got to tell me that. It's cool out here. Ain't nobody got to... Listen. It ain't cool out here. Ooh, focus, camera. Come on. Come on. Okay, there we go. It's not all cool out here. The dark is scary. Do you, do you want to know why? It's because God sees you, but you don't see him. 
And in the dark, no one asks for help. I'm about to preach up in here. In the dark, no one asks for help. Can I tell you how many years I've been suffering? And so I'm about to be real today. I don't care. I've, I, before this year, I was suffering in silence for three years. Battling a, a, a thing called sadness. I don't like to say it's depression, so I just call it sadness. But it was an extreme, or not necessarily extreme, but it was above sadness. You know what I mean? Suffering in silence for three years. I was suffering for, like, since I was seven up until 12, suffering in silence from pornography. I ain't watched that in, like, next month will be a year since I've watched Anything like that, and I don't know. I'm just being real today. I'm just opening up. Y'all seeing all of me. Next month, it'll be a year. Can Jesus help me? It's dark over there. Like if you were in the room, it's like the the only lights that are on is one, two, and three. There's only three lights on. If I go to any part of my basement, it'll be dark. People live with some parts of their life shining. But we cover, we cover everything else. We cover the parts. Uh, and we cover the things. Uh, and we cover everything. Why? Because we don't want people to see the real us. If the truth will set you free, I'm about to preach that phrase right now. The truth will set you free. And you are in bondage right now because you won't tell the truth. Your relationship is... St okay, let me... Let me. Everything is going crazy. It's because you are still in the bondage. Of not being honest. There's a... Ooh. Don't tell the truth when somebody asks you to. Tell the truth because you want to get free. Don't tell the truth because... Oh, he asked. Or she asked. Nobody asks for this. Like... No. I'm telling the truth because I want to get out of bondage. The Bible... Ooh. Let me... I'm going to say this, too, because God has been telling me and important and downloading a lot of things into me, and I can't share it, all of it. But I got a revelation on this um, one particular part of the Bible. It says, where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom, right? And um, God was talking to me about that, and I was like, where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom, right? Yeah, right. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom freedom or liberty another version says the spirit of the lord is inside of you and people are trying to get free let me the spirit of the lord is walking with you people are trying to get free but you're blocking the freedom because of something that because they are annoying Oh, let me let me be cautious with my words. 
you are blocking somebody from their freedom just because they're a little annoying i don't care who they're okay i'm just about to go off there is about to become a time where people are about to start randomly hanging out with you why you don't know it's because the spirit of the lord is with you and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom or liberty. And they trying to get free, but you're blocking the freedom because of hostile. You're being hostile. You're like, I don't, I don't associate with those kinds of people. Those kinds of people, it's almost like racism, but it's not. It's like, I'm, I don't, yeah, oh my God. It's like racism almost, but it's different. And you're like, you're hostile and you don't want to, okay. It's like prejudice. It's it's as close to racism as you can get, but it's not really racism. It's being hostile. I don't hang out with other people because they I don't hang out with them people because they wear glasses or I don't hang out with them people because they they don't wear good clothes. It's almost like being racist. It's not it's not like it. I, I don't know why I compare it. It's like being prejudiced, I should say that, not being racist. It's like being prejudiced. I don't hang out with you because of a certain thing that's on you, even though you can change it. But if it's something that you cannot ch Okay, let me stop. Let me stop. The Bible says where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. The spirit of the Lord walks with you. And people are trying to hang out with you because they're trying to get free. But you're blocking their freedom because you're hostile. And you don't want to hang out with different people because it'll destroy your reputation. Man, out. Okay. I wish somebody would try to block my freedom. There are some things that I'm held up against that I just got to let loose. And if you, oh my God, if you mess around and get in the mic, in the right atmosphere around the right people, you going to mess around and get free from bondage, from depression, from pornography, from, from everything. Because where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom, and people are trying to get free by hanging out with you, but you still hostile and rebellious, and you won't let nobody get free. Baby, the best thing you can do is let them get free. I'm going to just tell it to you straight. The best thing you can do is let somebody get free. I wish somebody would try to block my freedom. I'm trying to get free from a lot of things. I'm just now getting free from pornography like 11 months ago like i said next month will uh make a year if it wasn't for me being in the right atmosphere that freedom would have never happened some of you are praying for freedom and god is giving you the atmosphere and the people to be around but you're too hostile and rebellious uh, and you don't want to get around those people because it may destroy your reputation i'm going in today all right Don't That's my That's my title It's time to get free It's freedom time Period And you better not block it Cause if God assigns me to you I feel like Okay There are so many people Or I don't have that many people in my life To be honest But I got some friends 
that I can run to and be in that atmosphere with them, and I just become free. Like, there are so many, and sometimes it can be random strangers just walking up behind you at the grocery store. You don't know why they thinking you think they stalking you, but low-key, they getting free, and they don't even know it. Should I say this? Should I not? I'm going to just be real today. There are places where I have prayed continuously. And I prayed so heavy in those places where the spirit of the Lord is in that place. That literally random people will, will camp out in those areas just to get free. They don't know why they want to hang out with you. They don't understand. It's awkward, but it's not awkward. And they feel like they have to stick with you. But it's weird because they're trying to get free. And let me... I'm almost done because I... Okay. Hold on, y'all. People are trying to get free. And it's time to get free. And you are blocking people's freedom because of a reputation. Who gave you the rep the reputation? It wasn't nobody random. If something is good, it's worth fighting for. I don't know where that came from. If something is good, it's worth fighting for. If your freedom is good, it's worth fighting for that freedom. No matter how hostile or rebellious that person is, your freedom is valuable. And if you... Okay, I don't know why I'm on this. I was not even planning on talking about freedom today. But some people are bondage and you are... I don't know why. I'm seeing, Some people are being like... How do I say this? Because this going to sound weird anyway it goes. Some people are gripped in the bondage of... The bondage of sexual sins. People make it... Oh my gosh. This is why I did the whole Christian Need to Change uh, series back in December of last year. It's because people seem like... Or Christians seem like sexual sins are worse than any other sins. But to God, every sin is even. And people are being gripped in the bond. It's Pride Month. Why am I talking about this? People are being gripped in pride. Gripped by homosexuals. Gripped. I don't know where that came from. Gripped. Okay? By pornography. Gripped by depression. Gripped by suicidal thinking. Gripped by low self-esteem. Gripped by thinking bad of you. The devil has perverted so many things for you. All that word perverted means is twisted. The devil has twisted the thoughts of your family. The devil has twisted you and the thoughts of yourself. I don't know how many things the devil has perverted for me. One of the things... Can I be real today? I just, I just want to be real. One of the things that the devil perverted for me is the thoughts about me and my family. If the devil can pervert one thing, he can pervert anything, basically. That's why the devil is perverting 
uh, women, not just in the, not just in the world, but also in the church. There are a lot of people that have a perverted perspective of women. I don't. Why am I talking about? It's Father's Day. What's up, y'all? Today I'm recording this. It's Juneteenth. Why am I talking about that? People have been perverted. People have perverted, twisted mindsets of women, twisted mindsets of little kids. Oh yeah, pedophilia is for real. Yeah, like people have perverted and twisted views on people. I'm about to preach in here. Get around the right people. Well, I'm around friends. I got friends. How do I say it? Friends and, um, no, let me not say it like that. But honestly, ooh, Jesus. Don't block nobody from their freedom. Woo! Just but alright, I, I gotta do this illustration again because some of y'all don't get it yet. Yeah, it's about to get dark in here, bro. Um, a lot of people are living your lives in the dark. You can see me because of my glasses, but if I take oh, you can still see me a little bit. Um, but a lot of people are living their lives in the dark, thinking that no one can see them. But just because the lights are turned off doesn't mean that nobody can see you. Some people can see right through your crap, right through your mess. People can see right through the bad things you've done, right through the things that the devil has gripped up against you. Just because the lights are turned off does not mean it's dark. Somebody will always be able to see through your mess, period. No matter if it's a friend, if it's a family member, or God himself, somebody will always be able to see through your mess, and some people are crazy enough to call you out on it. If your friends can't call you out on your mess, alright, let me turn this light. If your friends can't call you out on your mess, they not worth it. I don't need friends that's going to be fake with me, watching me mess up and not tell me to... Okay. I need friends that could hold me accountable to the things that got... Okay. I got to hurry up because I got to get out of here, y'all. But... Jesus. 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 Just because the lights are turned off. I'm about to post this on my Instagram today. Just because the lights are turned off does not mean it's dark. Because someone will always be able to see through your mess. No matter if it's a family member. No matter if it's a random stranger. Like some... Okay. Because this is going to sound scary and so spiritual, but it's true. Pastors can see through you. It don't matter if they prophet, pastor, apostle, bishop. People, period, can see through you. Even a sinner, like deep, deep, uh, let me stop. Sinners can see through your mess as a, okay, as a Christian. I don't know why I'm heavy on this today. Christians can see right through you. They can see straight through your mess. Sinners can see straight through your mess. But some people... If they if 
if they're your friends and they don't call you out on it, you don't have accountable friends. You need friends that can hold you accountable to any and everything. What's the point of having friends that are going to lie to your face? Okay. I'm losing views right now. What's the point? Why am I talking about this, God? What is the point of having friends? If they just gonna lie to your face. Let's talk about it. Let, let, let's talk about it. What is the point of being... First of all, if someone can see through you, why turn the lights off anyway? If the Bible says that, okay. If the truth will set you free and you holding yourself hostage because you don't want to tell the truth, you can't blame nobody else for you being stuck in bondage over pornography and over suicidal thoughts for over three decades. That's not anybody else's responsibility but yours. The power is in your hands. Bible says the power of life and death is in your tongue. You can speak life over yourself. You can speak. I w I'm up. Okay, this coming out on Saturday. I cannot wait till uh, Sunday. Yeah, I can wait. This. The devil has perverted things in the church. The devil has perverted your view about different pastors and you've been church hopping for the past five years don't even know why the pastor ain't even bad it's just the devil gave you a perverted view about them you've moved away thousands of miles from your family you don't even conversate with them no more it's because the devil has perverted your view of your family you have okay holy spirit i thank you for speaking to me Um, I'm done.